episode 51. Holy bitch. shit. Just talking with Dan and Seb, I'm Dan. I'm, I'm Seb. Uh, 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 nearly one year's worth of podcasts. Next, well, we've done boom, it. Boom, skate, skate. We've done it for well over a year now. Well, it was May 11th, I believe. So it's but actually like, you know, 52 weeks in a year, 52 episodes. True. One episode a week kind of thing. So like nearly there. We're getting there. We might take a break after that. Who knows? Who we're knows? S- we're still figuring stuff out. But we-, we would like to announce kind of that next year we're thinking of starting up a YouTube channel. Yeah. Because what else are we going to do with the abundance of time we're going to have next year? Once we've finished school. Um. It's probably going to be a bit more specialized, specialized than uh, the podcast, which, you know, um, you know, it's it's going to be a filmmaking channel or a film centered channel. There's going yeah. to, you well, know, well, it's going to include criticism and I don't know, there'll be stuff, you know we'll, stuff that relays our interests. And you know, honestly, like the just talking podcast, though it's very broad, we do end up almost always just talking about film. We we do quite regularly Usually talk about film after just drinking. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll be not not just film review. There'll be other related things. I mean, we're going to be working on short films ourselves next year for uh, when we want to go to afters and we're we're creating a little portfolio. And yeah, hopefully this channel will give us some sort of like fan basis. Well, not a fan, but like you know, some sort of following. A place to, to find our stuff as well. You know, like I sh- I'm sure all our short films will go on that channel, and also you know, production diary th- like vlogs of us making the films, and then. Yeah, film reviews as well and other stuff. I don't know. We're we'll, we'll try. We're gonna try and you know post like t- two, three times a week. I think kind of thing, so, kind of vibe. And then uh, potentially continuing the podcast, or maybe the podcast will take on a new. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A new genre. Genre. I don't know. Or form. Well, that might even be a different podcast. It could together. be. It, look, we're probably gonna do a podcast because I do like talking. Yeah. Uh, well, it's. We, we kind of viewed the podcast as some sort of like diary kind of thing. Yeah. Because um. Yeah, I mean, the only people that really listen <laughs> are people who are actually invested in our lives kind of thing. Yeah, so there's not... But uh, we tend to find when a lot of podcasts are, like, more specialised or more, um, how do you say? Uh, um, niche. Niche. Because, you know, you you already got, like, your, your really broad podcasts and th- those usually stem off people who already have, like, a yeah. some sort of internet... Following, following or, or persona or just brand or that they already have that people like Joe Rogan had was a comedian and had a few Netflix specials and who else commentates Rhett and Link had their own YouTube channel kind of thing so like yeah I mean Rhett and Link just talk about themselves basically <laughs> so yeah um, that I won't lie actually Rhett and Link was probably the biggest the biggest inspiration, inspiration for the yeah. podcast like Ear Biscuits was probably but, the but they were already they already had like a you know, framework. They've actually just done, I think their 2000th episode came out yesterday or today. Of, of the podcast? Of Good Mythical Morning. There you go. Which is pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. We're like, yeah, almost 52 episodes. They've done 2000. I mean, it's a bit different, but, you know, that's pretty crazy. I mean, they make episodes every single day, don't they? I'm not sure if they actually film every day, but yeah. And then, but they've, re- in the last couple of years, they've done Good Mythical Summer where they just do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm. for three months in summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, but yeah, I think they film most days. I mean, they do... Red and Link actually have an insane, like, career. I mean, they do Good Mythical Morning, Ear Biscuits. Now they've got... And they make some funny YouTube skit videos. Yeah, and th- well, they the, the re- actual Red and Link channel barely posts anymore. But then they also have now, like, they own Smosh. 
Wait, um, what? <laughs> yeah, they bought when Smosh. Did you remember when that shit happened and like the company that owned Smosh went bankrupt? You yeah. didn't know that? Yeah, yeah I yeah, didn't yeah. know about that. I didn't know they bought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mythical Entertainment, which is their their company, bought mm. Smosh. Huh. Um, Why would you want to buy Smosh? Because <laughs> they're a big brand. They're a large. They still have a big following, and all of their videos still get. Do uh, they? Yeah, I maybe forget they exist. I know. Look, to maybe to people our age now, but there's still the audience. They still have a big audience, mm. right? Um, and they own Smosh. They have you know like Mythical Kitchen. Because they've always done weird food-related shit. Yeah. And then they then they hired a dude. His name's Josh something. I can't remember. He's actually really good. Like, and he's a chef. But he's just this. He's a, he's a cool dude. Anyway, and he does all these weird food videos. They now have another channel called Mythical Kitchen, which is all just that shit. Like, he does all this cooking stuff. Because he used to just... I think they just originally hired him to make weird food products for Good So Mythical they kind of have, like, their little... Empire, entertainment empire. Though. Yeah, fully. Yeah. It's crazy, and that you know they've written books. They've got two books now. They've, you know. Well, there you go. They've done a lot. Well, there you go. Well, I don't think I want to have that sort of career. Career in YouTube? No, I'm just saying. But yeah, what we were saying before is, you know, people usually have other stuff than start a podcast because people are like, oh, I want to know more about them. Mm. But we just started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and and it's been a big learning experience mm. definitely like i mean i've been i still enjoy doing it it's just i think i think at some point we're going to get to a place and i feel like we already feel that where we just do a lot of talking about the same things or yeah. and and especially when yeah i think we never like every time people ask us we go oh we have a podcast oh what's it about um uh, uh, just, just kind of just kind of talking and we and we talk a bit i mean the name does sum it up pretty well but yeah, who knows? But who knows what will happen? We want to hone in on what we actually want to do. Mm. But I think we will definitely continue podcasting. Oh yeah, it's it's cool, but I don't I don't want to be purely just a podcast host for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. And you know, I'm probably just going to end up keep talking about what I actually want, like, like doing. I mean, that was always the intentions mm. of the podcast was just we got to talk about whatever we want. And to and talk also about. like more niche podcasts and more pop. I mean, like. They're, they're more likely to be successful. Yeah. Unless, of course, you have like already have a following and then people mm. want to know more about you. Well, maybe, I mean, it's possible in the future that Just Talking will take a break and then maybe one day when <laughs> when, when people actually are more interested in us, we'll bring it back. Who knows? Who knows? We'll always, it'll always be here. It just might not. But we will have a podcast. It just might not be Just Talking anymore. We mm. weren't going to bring this up, but now we've gotten there. So Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's been, it's been a big topic of conversation over the last couple, the last of, weeks. couple so of weeks like for us yeah I, I couldn't really see any way out of talking about yeah it, that's you know? fair um but we we just concluded up our holidays from school recently the last holidays we're ever going to have well ish uh, uh i mean we technically i mean for for i mean we technically school, school. we technically go back to school in term four but not really what do we yeah we still have days exams no, no, there's more than just... Ex- like, we actually have to go in for a couple of days here and there. Oh, and I don't know. Like, uh, but most of it, no. So, yeah. Kind of last holiday... Like, proper holidays. Last proper school holidays. And um, we... It was a pretty... It was pretty hectic. Pretty he- hectic month, really. Yeah, it was. Um, June or... Ha- well, no, it was kind of like the last two weeks of June and the first two weeks of July kind of hard. Mm. But uh, last... Week we towards the end of the holidays we went down to Dunsborough for two nights to this lovely Airbnb, which mm. was actually surprisingly cheap. 
yeah, it was great. It was it was good. It was a nice little getaway from all the busyness. And we um, it was bordering a golf course, and it was very nice. I had a little patio. It was good. It was a nice. It was a good trip. Um, and we did a lot of thinking. So lots of big thinking. Lots of big thinking about with our know, big brains. We we had some some good heart to hearts. Yeah, I fi- we feel like we bonded a bit more, boss man. Mm. And um, Heggy and Heggy was and Heggy, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Benny T could not attend, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Wow, it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah, um, but we we kind of figured out some some big things about the ourselves na- and ourselves and the nature of the universe. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so wanky and and profound, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we we did turn into Mister Profound. We did turn into Mister Profound, but um, we we kind of. Realised a few things, and we feel like we're better people now. Well, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, we're going back down. I think for levers, and we talked about that last week. And I'm very excited because Dunsborough, Bustleton, all those places are just very, very nice. They are very nice. I mean, I used to live there, so it's it's less exciting for me because it's just kind of we like we passed on the way there. We passed um, Daniel's old school. Near oh yeah, Margaret we did. We went to my, my, my old school. I thought you were going to say we went to my nan's for lunch. Oh, we did do that too. Yeah, shout out to my nan. Who's yeah, shout n- out who's to Dan's nev- nan, who's never going to listen to this. But anyway, um, <laughs> she doesn't really understand what podcasts are. My other—that's my mum's mum. My dad's parents—they've li- they listened to the episode uh, with Kate. Mm. Um, but they think, yeah, they thought it was good. No, I don't I think they really very good. Yeah. Very good. Yes, my my grandfather has a very deep voice. Um, I don't think. They, yeah, I don't know if my other grandparents understand what podcasting is. I mean, the best way to explain it is just radio on the internet, but it's kind of a bit different. I, I describe it as on-demand radio. Yeah, but... It it's kind of like... It's kind of like podcasts are what, like, streaming services were for television. Yeah, that's probably the best way to explain it. But also, but also not really, because it's not like we, we go to songs and shit, and it's not live and... Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit, although a lot of radio stations no, now. But like, you know, a lot of the AM radio stations. Yeah. I mean, like, what alternative did you have, you know? like That's true. I mean, a lot of radio stations have podcasts now constantly because I don't have. It's like radio was talking plus music and then it just kind of, the, the two streaming things were like, I don't know, music streaming services and podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. That's what it went into because it's all on demand. True. But I mean, I, like, if you see how often now, like, you don't, you don't listen. I listen to the radio a lot because my car doesn't have a. Bluetooth thing, so that I've always got like the amount of they always plug. They've all got apps now, and they all have podcasts. All of the radio presenters now have, whether it's just like generally a lot of it's just they upload all of the talking or because a lot of the time on mm. radio they do all the talking shit and cutie music, and then sometimes they have an interview, and often the interviews are pre-recorded and edited, and they'll be longer than you know it'll only be a five-minute section on the radio, but it would have been a half an hour interview or something. So they'll put the whole half an hour interview on on their podcast kind of thing. Mm. Um, so that's what a lot of radio stations are doing. But apparently, 95% of Australians still listen to radio. Oh, yeah, that was saying... That was like... Because um, I was hearing... A, it was 96 FM. They, mm. they had... Uh, I think it was... Yeah, that's probably... It's right probably the same ad we listened to. It was yeah. like, guys, please advertise on On radio, radio yeah. Because lots of people listen to it. I was but like, I just, that is bullshit. It's bullshit. I, st- I don't believe that most people... I mean, even, even, it's not just like young people anymore. Everyone now, no one wants ads on their freaking music. 
Oh yeah, and, and there's and, only a few people, and that especially like peak hour. You, you, the majority, like the majority of everything on the radio ads. is ads. It's fucking, it's annoying. I've really, like, because I even like doing some driving in my new car and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still a learner. When, when's your test? When's your next test? Um, it's on the 28th. Oh, oh, it's close. Oh, it's soon. Mm-hmm. Well, you better, you better, pretty bloody get it, boss man. You, oh, better, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you oh, will. Oh, you, oh, did oh, you explain oh, what oh. happened last time about how you? Oh, but it's in June, a lot. Oh, that's the nearest. That's the close. Like, if I was to do it, um, you uh, better go drive in June, a lot before. If I was to do it in West Perth, it'd be the ne- end of next month. Mm, so that's a duty. Yeah, so I'm gonna go drive around June, up tomorrow. Oh, that's good. Um, did you explain what um happened with your last one? How you ba- you you uh, passed yeah, you so one mark you messed up. I didn't. I explain it last week. Potentially, you might have done. Well, anyway, I'll tell it again. You know. But just do a quick one. Basic, basically, or can I just do it real quick? Yep. Okay. Basically, Seb, um, he would have passed. He would have passed by one mark, and then he lost the last mark because he was at a giveaway sign and he didn't see a car. And the oh no no, I like it wasn't like passed by one. Like I w- I was oh, definitely it was an automatic going to fail. Oh, I was an automatic. It fail. was an autom- automatic fail. He yeah. didn't see a car at a giveaway sign, and the assessor had to put their foot on the brake so that you didn't drive into a car. Mm. Mm. I mean, fair <laughs> enough. To be fair honest. enough, fair yeah, enough. but. But I know it isn't. Still it's, annoying. See, it's one of those things in a driving test where you just, you probably in any other situation would have seen that car, but because you're focused on like looking good whilst you drive because you're in your test. Yeah, and also I was going back and I was just like, oh. And you were like, yes, I've, booyakasha. You, you're like, you've done it. Yeah, and, and then, then I, yeah. That's what happened to me because I, um, on the way back, like drive, you know, you do all the bits. I don't know, wherever y- y'all are, um, how driving tests work, but like there's different little, sections and then you drive back and they're obviously still assessing you as you drive back to the whatever it's called little department of mm. transport building i really like that driving assessor though as well he's like he was the guy i had on the first test i had who was he what, i can't remember his name anyway um but yeah it was and cool. you're driving back like i was pumped because i was like yeah i've done it i know i've passed for sure because i was also like watching the dude because they they mark shit on the ipad and i was watching it going yeah yeah oh good i can't oh. remember the last time i've been to joondalup though like is I it really busy up there? Yeah, it was all, you know, all the Joondalup's a big, you mean like the shopping centre and shit, like where the shopping centre is? Is that? I don't know whether, the, I don't know whether um, the, the DOT I is mean, up there. I mean, just because cause you live where, because we live where we live, I think you forget like there's heaps of shit that goes on separate from where the, we, you know, from like the GT. I know you're not in the GT. Is it very like? Yeah, it's busy. It's big. It's slightly more bogan than, you know, the, the further you go from the, I sound so wanky. I hate this. The further you go from the GT, the more bogan it gets. But Joondalup's still mm. pretty, pretty class. It's just a bit far. My my cousins live up near that way. Um, I, can't, I only I've only been to like Joondalup swimming pool. I it's a good ass swimming pool though. It's a it's a good ass swimming pool. I have a good slide up there. <laughs> what, were you like four when you went? Yeah, I was younger. Yeah, I was younger. It was just last year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we should go, boss man. We should go to Gendalup Swimming why? Pool. I hate public swimming pools. Passion- what? Passionately hate public but swimming pools. But you don't pools. like Bayswater Waves? No, Bays- okay, Bayswater Waves was fun, but it's the grottiest thing. It's so grot. Nah. It is public swimming pools are grot as. <laughs> nah, we gotta go. No, they freaking are. They're disgusting. No, it's I right. hate public swimming pools. Oh, you're just not cool, are you? No, I just don't. They're just not nice, enjoyable places. Nah, sometimes they are. No, there's just people Some, everywhere. Sometimes, you know, like after go to the. Like, you're just in their piss. You just know you are. 
No, it's chlorine. Yeah, fuck off. You're in your, they're in the you're in the piss. <laughs> you are. You're fuck like, off. You're in the piss. You're in the piss. You are. You are. Don't even lie to yourself. You know. You know that you're just swimming in their piss. It doesn't matter if there's chlorine. I don't give a fuck if it's sterilized <laughs> or whatever. No, you know, it's fine. You've pissed in a public no, pool. Nice don't lie to cool me. Off. No, don't lie to me. You've pissed in a public pool. No, I haven't. Bullshit. No. Fully bullshit. I don't believe you. No, only poo. <laughs> Everyone's pissed in public pool. No one's ever going to admit it, but we've all done it. No. Yeah, yeah. Only diarrhea. Okay, whatever. So, boss man, mm. you know you know the terms and conditions you never read? Yeah, I know those terms and conditions that I say that I read even <laughs> though I don't. Yeah, I yeah. do. I know. Anyway, anyway. Um, so Bank West. I know Bank West. Yeah, yeah. They're the Bank of the West. They're the Bank of the West. They. Uh, I re- bet they have a lot of terms and conditions. They have a shitload of terms and conditions. Don't. But to uh, really cater to the lower sort of intellects of people. They force you to read it? No. Oh. They've made visual terms and conditions with pictures. Huh. They've made, it's a picture and it's got a little description and it shows, I don't know, I haven't looked into it. I just saw that they were doing an ad about how easy it is to learn the terms and conditions now because they're visual terms and conditions and not a big long list. I'm sure you can still read the big long list, but they've got visual terms and conditions. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's the wrong direction. I think it's just proving that I know, but like, I know, but like. But you don't care anyway. If you actually cared, you'd read the terms and conditions. I know, but it's good to have like just a little flick for through thing. You know? I guess, but because like no one's ever going to read like the big text. One or, time I decided I was going to, I think I was setting up a new iPhone and it just, you know, the terms and conditions are there for the iPhone. Mm. And I, I think I went through like two pages of it. Boring as shit ever. Just yeah. so boring. So like surely it's good to like no, know no, what no, you're getting like yourself into, but like you don't have to read the entire thing. and just No, no, no. Like it's good, but it's also kind of like, bro, do you really... Nah, I think it's alright. Oh, it's alright. It's not really a big deal. I just think it's funny that like, you know, it's like fucking visual terms and conditions because you're such an idiot. You can't possibly... Like, couldn't you just do like the main couple in in bold at the top? Like, these are the important ones. You know, uh, we're stealing your information. No, I like the pictures. I know, I just think it's embarrassing no, for no, the no, human race. Up. I like pictures. I mean, sure, I like no, pictures. I, I think that's a good thing. Good on your bank west. Wank best. Wank best. And on that note, just drinking. Just drinking. Yeah, 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 baby. Today we're doing another versus uh, the classic uh, Bundaberg ginger beer. Everyone's tried this one. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's just an Australian. A lot brand. of people have. Oh, uh, yeah, Australian family owned. There oh, you go. there you go. Um, well, this is the classic ginger beer in Australia. Everyone knows what it Everyone is. Everyone knows what Everyone's it is. Everyone's tried it. Bada bing, bada boom. Now this is old Jamaica. Jamaica. Ginger beer. Never seen this before. Seb says he has. I think I tried it ages ago, but I can't remember. Since 1988, made with authentic root ginger from Jamaica. There you go. Yeah, I don't know where it's from, though. Jamaica. I would assume. No, it's a product of the UK. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, there you go. It's even got a little crown. Cheeky little crown on it. Made in the UK. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, so how's this, by the way? Just for comparison. So I bought these two drinks, right? Um, in total, it was $5.14 for both. Mm. That's pretty good, right? This one is how many mils? How many mils is this? 330 mils for the old Jamaica. Yeah. Um, and it was 250. The Bundaberg is 750 mils. It was 265. Yeah, but that the old Jamaica is imported. Imported, I know. But let's. Ju- I just really bang for buck. 
in terms of bang for buck. Yeah, and well, which like one tastes only better? Here, it's probably the same, like in the yeah, UK. it's probably it's a bit like the Arizona iced teas that are imported from America. They're ninety nine cents in the US. They're like six dollars here. All right, let's start with the Old and Faithful. Oh, oh that was a good sound. I won't lie. Let me just pour. Oh yeah, baby. That was actually really nice. All right, there you go. Thanks. It's that that familiar sort of. Can I just drink it out of there? I'm you? sure drink it out of there. It's that familiar kind of cloudy colour. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like a brown sort of cloudy no, no, colour. Give it a little cheek. I shouldn't have poured so much because now I've got to drink all this before we get to the other one. It's just very bubbly. Very bubbly. Um, It's just a standard. It's not very... It's very sweet, actually. It's a very mild ginger. Like, it's not a strong, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, ginger. It's, it's a very... S- Easy it's just a drink. fizzy drink. Honestly. It's just a fizzy drink. Yeah, I think it's it's very. Oh, one time I was in. Um, there's these markets in like, uh, my family like live in my extended family live in like Noosa in like Queensland, and there's this markets near the, the where they live in. Um, oh, best ginger like uh, this homemade ginger beer dude has been going to these markets for like, like twenty years or some shit, and mm-hmm. it's the. Best ginger beer I've but ever actually, tasted. It actually tastes gingery though. Yeah, it's so good. All right, crack open the uh, oh, in front of the mic. Oh, yeah, the old Jamaica. Go. Oh, nice. That was very nice. Little sizzle. Similar color. Similar color. In fact, identical color. I don't think it looks any different. Oh, that is really gingery, but it's a bit... Did you taste it already? No, I smelt it. Oh. It's a bit unflattering, the smell. You know what I mean? Yeah, that doesn't t- smell as nice as the Bundaberg. Gone for a little sip. That is very different. Much bitter. Nowhere Ooh. near as... Is that even carbonated? It's barely carbonated. It, they taste like... Totally different things. Yeah. Maybe the aftertaste... This has very strong amounts of ginger, though. This is much more gingery, but I don't know if I like it more. Maybe mm. I'm just really... This is just like childhood, like Bundaberg. But... Let's mix it. Best <laughs> both worlds. <coughs> but have you had a Matzo's ginger beer? A what? Matzo's. No. It's alcoholic ginger beer. It's like 0.0. It's barely alcoholic. It tastes exactly like Bundaberg. Oh, right. Um, you know... But Matzo's uh, is no, it's not. I was going to say it's the. Oh no, is it? Yeah, Matzo's is a brew. It's good when you mix it, because yeah, but then you get because you're getting the sweet from this and the ginger from this. Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, look, and the bubbles from that. Mm. Maybe this one's just. I, I'm sure it's meant to be. Car- I mean, it says carbonated beverage, but this is not fizzy like at all. Boss man, trust me. Boss man, right, I'll mix. Okay, I'll mix. I'll mix. I guess that's. It's really nice when you mix. It's just like. All the right consistencies of it, all the flavors and stuff. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Right. Well, if you you know if you want to get real technical, mix your Bundaberg and your old Jamaica ginger beer. It makes up for each other's flaws, kind of like Dan and I. <laughs> that's that's a really good. Yeah, <laughs> guys, look, this one's Bundaberg because it's bigger. That's me. That's me, the Bundaberg, and old Jamaica's Seb because he's. The height difference isn't this significant, but. Cunt. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to... 
You're trying to compare us to ginger beers? You you just did it. No, but like you're trying to say which one. Well, I'm just it. saying if one. No, shut up. All right, fine. Anyway, um, look, if you're in Australia, first of all, it's probably way hard to find Old Jamaica and Bundaberg. But mm. I, I wouldn't go for the, the Old Jamaica personally. No, but it's really good when you mix it with Bundaberg. It is good actually when you mix it. It's better than both of them when you mix it. Um, I'm going to give the Bundaberg a nine for nostalgia reasons. Mm. I'll give it an eight. Because it's just good. I'm going to give it a note. Yeah. All right. And Old Jamaica, I'm going to like, like a, a six. six. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And All you right. mix it, it's like nine. No, I still wouldn't say that. I just don't like, I don't like ginger beer that much. At least, at least an eight point. Cool. I'll, gi- I'll give it an eight combined. It's as good as Bundaberg, but the Bundaberg is higher up because of nostalgia. Anyway. Now, just because I'm 18. Oh, you cracking open. We're doing Seb's beer review. Again. Or like Seb's alcoholic beverage review. I need to crack this bad boy open with it. Use your ring, it's cooler. No. Oh, use your ring, it's cooler. I don't think I can. Yeah, you can. Oh, it's probably a bit too loose on your finger. it's too loose on my fingy. All right, open it. You have to vortex it, boss man, on the potty. No, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, It's a... What is it? What's your beer? It's a Saho. Oh, just get fucking beer all over the road, caster boss man. It's a Japanese beer, and they're more on the pricey end. That was Japan's great. number one beer. Super dry. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Alright, have a taste go. Gotta smell it first. Yeah. It smells really nice, boss man. Okay, go on. Mm. 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 Do you reckon it actually is Japan's number one beer? Because you know how like in America they think um Bud is it? No, Bud no, 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 no. It's Foster's idea what that is exactly right they think that's the it's like an it's marketed as, as like the australian beer but no one here knows what it is oh also you know the science behind beer bottle the color of the glass you know how some like corona's clear oh wait, they market it in america as the australian as the, like as which it is like i'm pretty sure or maybe not anymore but i'm pretty sure it used to be an australian owned beer but mm. in america people think like that's what all the aussies drink is fosters but no one knows what it is yeah so maybe i wonder if it's like that like is a side really the number one beer in um, I think Japan. It, I think it is, or maybe no. But do you know the science behind the color of glass on beer bottles? So, so you know, like Corona is a clear glass bottle. Asahi is brown. I think other ones are brown. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Swanee D's are brown. Um, yeah. What's what? Why are they different? green? And then there's green bottles like uh, Heineken's green. Yeah, and whatever. You get the point. Um, clear, but there's something to do with like the sunlight or the UV rays fucks with the fermentation of the the beer. I'm pretty sure brown bottles are the best. They they keep the f- they maintain the flavor the best. Clear bottles are the worst because mm. there's n- there's no protection from UV rays and green bottle in the middle. So well, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, see premium beer right here. Premium beer. What do you rate that, boss me? Oh, I actually quite like it. So I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, cheeky little nine. All right, there you go. I like this one. There you go, there you go. Uh, That's another week of Just Drinking. Thank you, Seb's Beer Review. Woo! Just Drinking. Just Drinking. So, boss man. Yes, boss man. uh, You embarked on uh, watching Quentin Tarantino's favourite film of the 2010s. I thought you were going to say it's Quentin Tarantino's film, but sorry. Quentin Tarantino's favourite film from the 2010s, which is uh, The Social Network, directed by David Fincher and yes. written by Aaron Sorkin. Mm. Mm. Give us your thoughts. It's about 
the, the making cr- of Facebook. The making of Facebook. Where Jesse Eisenberg plays Mark Zuckerberg. And Andrew Garfield as his best friend, Edmund, Eduardo something. I cannot remember his last name. Anyway, mm. um, I thought it was a very solid... F- it's not my kind of film, personally, because it was just a little bit... It was a very good film. Like, mm. a, like as, as a film, it was a very good... There was nothing wrong with it that was a big get problem that I found with it, but it's not necessarily my kind of film. You did describe to me a couple of cuts that you didn't oh, like. There were a few... This is going to be very difficult to describe unless you've seen the film. Uh, and maybe if I can be bothered, I'll put like the time code on. The, I probably won't. I don't even know I said that. Mm. Um, so there's a bit in the film where this isn't really a spoiler, but also it's like an 11 year old film now. So if you haven't seen it, you know, sorry, champ, sorry, champ. It's not a massive spoiler. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm just going to describe the scene. Andrew Garfield's character has come to the house and he's angry. I'm going to explain this in the most general way possible, just so people get the idea. And he's angry at Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, and there's sort of a bit of a party sort of thing going on at the house. Anyway, Andrew Garfield goes, can I talk to you privately? They walk into the hallway of somewhere in the house, you know, like a little hallway. There's a door and and the door's open. And they're standing in the hallway. Now picture this. This is the shot. <clears throat> it's a doorway and they're each on like leaning against or almost leaning against one wall in the doorway. And the camera is about there. It's a little bit. It's not quite a wide shot. It's like a me. It's it's a bit of a mid shot. It's from their knees up sort of thing. And you just, the doorway is centered and they're centered. And then you see a bit of the wall on the outside of the doorway. Anyway, they start talking. And then a little bit after, you know, they each go back and forth a bit. And then Andrew Garfield slams the door. And then the camera cuts straight after the door slams into the door, like into the hallway where they're both still talking. And I thought it was a bit of a waste of a cut because we were already on that angle. Now it's a little bit closer. And the only reason we had to cut... Is to get inside. Is to get inside because the door was closed. And it's not even the reverse. jarring. It was just a weird cut because it looked like... If you got rid of the door slamming, it almost looked like they had digitally just cropped in the image. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Look, it's a little problem. I'm being really, really micro... What's the word? Like, specific about that problem but overall the film's great i gave it a four out of five mm. um i would have given it a bit like a four and a half but it's just kind of not my oh yeah well the for me you gave it a four and a half in letterboxd f- yeah yeah the last star really comes down to like personal, personal preference. preference yeah and I, that's what i mean it I was usually, a really i usually give like <coughs> good films that i not, uh, you not know, your that thing aren't, aren't my thing but like i appreciate them i like a four yeah yeah so like it was a really good film and and it's and i I liked it a lot. It just wasn't... It's like if... Like, I probably won't watch it again unless I'm showing people for the sake of... I mean... Sort of vibe. At least for people our age, like, historical dramas are like... Yeah, meh. Yeah, and also... And also... Yeah, I think... Especially something as current as Facebook. I mean, I didn't know all that stuff. Like, I didn't know that Facebook started off when he was in 2003. Mm. Like, it's as old as... I didn't realise it was actually that early. Um... But I thought I love seeing like Justin Timberlake. He's not really an actor, but he's actually quite good. Oh yeah, I think. yeah. Like you know, I mean, that's he not what he's known for, but he's he's done a good job in the couple of films. I can't. I'm trying to think of what else he's been in. Um, uh, Friends with Benefits. Friends. Okay, well, with Mila Kunis. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't think it's. Is it even rated that good? I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. Um, he's in Trolls. <laughs> you know, uh, he did the song for Trolls as well. You know. 
um, how does it even go? I can't remember. It was, no a, it was a banger in like 2017. I haven't, I haven't seen. You know the song I'm talking about. Can't stop the feeling. Oh yeah, I know that one. Um, is it is it is that like the, the Trolls version of like the happy song? Yeah, kind of vibe. But I think it's funny. I think it's funny how you can be a good dramatic actor and then make that song. Mm. You know what I mean? Anyway, it's interesting. It was a good film though. It's a really good film. Um. Although, weirdly, I feel like it's too early in his life for them to have done it. Like, I know Facebook... What do you a, mean? Well, I know Facebook... I know it's less... Oh, it's so early in Mark Zuckerberg. Like, so life. much stuff has happened to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg since 2010, you know? Yeah. I mean, but it was just about, like, the startup of Facebook, wasn't it? It was more like the early years. It's. I don't think it needed to go into yeah, a yeah, long yeah. autobiographical... No, like no, no, that's true. That is true. Recount. But also, it was, it's funny because at the end, it goes, you know, Facebook now has 500 million followers. Mark Zuckerberg is worth $25 billion or something like that. And he's the young... Oh, no, no. Facebook's worth $500 million. Mark Zuckerberg is the youngest billionaire in the world. Mm. Both those things are no longer true. And I know that's... I just think stuff... When you when you make something autobiographical, you really... It really... It's different when it's like set in a period. But when then you're doing text at the end that makes it current like mm. that, you know, there's something like there's over a billion users now on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg is no longer the youngest. I'm pretty sure it's like Ken Kylie Jenner is the youngest. Mm-hmm. So that really like dates the film as well in a, in a different way to just showing events that used yeah, to happen previously. Yeah, I know, I know, previously. but like usually with those kinds of things, it, <coughs> it was meant for like cinema. Cinema. Yeah. And that's most... Movies, you know. But I, also in a weird way, I think it's kind of lazy to just dump a bunch of facts to conclude the film. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel... I'd, I'd kind of agree with you in that. I, I wouldn't do just, that. I wouldn't... Yeah, I would never... And I understand... Again, it only... that sort of The only situation where I would do it is in an autobiographical film like that. Mm. But still, I feel like they could have... It was not a long... It's only a two-hour film. Only just. So... Mm. If there was another twenty minutes to put to explain that bit, to do a bit of it now, not that this is actually a very well received film, another autobiographical film, but I do like it just because I'm a bit of an Apple snob. Uh, <laughs> Jobs with, um, have you seen Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs is shit. It's what? worse. I hate it. Why? For so many. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I've only seen okay. Jobs, and I thought Jobs was doo doo, but like Steve Jobs has got better. No, no, ratings. Steve Jobs does have better ratings, but I hate it for many reasons. One, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays Steve Jobs in that movie. Michael Fassbender. M- Michael Fassbender. A, they went to no effort to make him... Now, I know this isn't a really big important thing, but personally, if I were to ever do something autobiographical, I would A, cast an actor that already looks like the person they're being. B, definitely do their wardrobe, makeup, and hair to look like them. They went to no effort. Like they, he was an intentional choice to not make Michael Fassbender act and look like Steve Jobs. I think that's weird. I don't like it personally. Whereas at least in C, I think Ashton Kutcher did an all right. Look, the script was bad and shit, but well, I. Well, no one knows what Steve Jobs kind of like talked or. Yeah, they did. There's heaps of shit of Steve Jobs talking. Oh, yeah, back in the day, though. It was you know, I think, I think Ashton Kutcher did a way better job of capturing A, the look. Like, if you look at him looking like he looks exactly like very, very close to Steve Jobs mm. and a bit more of the mannerisms and shit, I think he did a much better job. Also, I thought it was unnecessary to make another Steve Jobs movie, even though Jobs wasn't very good. Steve Jobs, all it does right is show... The the story is it jumps, like, between... I think it's five different things before, like, five different press events. 
in... And I, the, I can't respond to whatever <coughs> you're saying because I haven't seen it. Okay, anyway, I didn't hate Steve Jobs. I mean, Jobs. Steve Jobs, I didn't like very much. Um, oh, I can't remember. I was comparing them, though. I was comparing them. Oh, <clears throat> at the beginning and the end of Steve Jobs, they jump forward because it ends sort of in the late 90s or early 2000s Steve Jobs but then they jump forward a little bit to when he's older and Ashton Kutcher's got old makeup on and whatever and do kind of like a what happened to Apple after after the events of the movie as, as a which is what I think would have been better in the social network instead of just putting text mm. I would have preferred if they'd jump forward a bit in time to show where Facebook is now I think that would have been a much better ending than just than just putting I guess. Text. But we, it's showing rather than telling. It's very easy to just go, and then this happened. Very, you know? very true, Bossman. Very you true. Know, so the way they went about it is... You have some good points, Bossman. Anyway, that's what I think of The Social Network. I, I did enjoy the film a lot. All of the acting in it is really good. The script is very good as well. That's Aaron Sorkin. He's good. You know what you should watch, Bossman? What should I watch? The best biographical film of all time. What is it? Bohemian Raps. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bohemian Raps. Oh, let's talk about that. No, no, no. It's shit. It's no, 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 shit. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about Bohemian Raps. Oh, but oh, I haven't even talked about my Oh, you favorite can get back to that. Thing. Get back to that. Oh, the trend. On. No, I want to talk about the trend now in all of these music oh. artist bi- autobiographical. They're it's so Djibouti. It started they? with Bohemian. No, I like Rocket Man. Rocket Man, I give that a pass. I thought that was. I give it slightly I gave, more. I, I think pass. it's innovative. Yes, that's why I liked it. It could have been executed better, but I really liked how they did it like a musical. With his songs. Because mm. I really like how what's his name? Taron Edgerton? Yes. I really like Taron Edgerton, so I I like how he sang his own songs. Yeah, I also respect that compared to now I don't think that's necessarily a must if they're gonna do that, because an actor's job is not to be an incredible singer. Yeah. So I understand if they don't do it. I don't think it's a big deal, but it is cool that Taron Edgerton is a very good singer and, and also, on top of being a good singer, is a good impressionist of Elton John. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's too... Whereas Bohemian Rhapsody isn't completely... I think some of the mixes are um, Rami Malek mixed with... Um, why did I just forget his name? Elton John. No. What? Queens, why have I just forgotten his freaking name? Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, Jesus Christ. Rami, there is a mix of Rami Malek, but it's mostly just Freddie Mercury. It's like yeah. archive recordings. It's not just the studio recordings of the song, but it's it's mostly Freddie Mercury singing. I don't think it's necessary for the actor to sing the thing, but yeah, it was cool. I just liked more the format of Rocket Man and how they did it like a musical as opposed oh, also to... Also, the editing of Bohemian Rhapsody was I shocking. I can't recall. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, really? It's and it and it like got nominated for best editing. Really? Yeah, and oh. it was terrible. And then what they're doing another one? They oh, they did Judy Garland. I haven't uh, seen that. I haven't seen it. It's just called Judy, I think. Mm. Um, I think that was good. I can't recall if it got good reviews. Wasn't she an actor? Was she? Both? She was. She was. Uh, freaking Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I know, but was she an actor? She was an actress and a singer. Mm. Yeah. Um. But the best autobiographical film of all mm. time, Boss Man, yeah. is... <clears throat> do you know who Yukio Mishima is? I do not. He was this um, Japanese poet, writer, actor... Director. Director. All of that. Accomplished. Very. Um, from like, uh, I don't know, like the 
50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. Or not, not 70s, maybe it was up until 60s. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And he was like very, very, very famous, but he was also like hyper authoritarian. Like he, oh. he, he longed for, um, you know, how like the... I mean, like, still the Japanese, like, emperor is still around, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. he has no role, whatever. Yeah. It's just more symbolic. Um, he he kind of, like, after World War Two, he tried to get people more back into that kind of authoritarianism oh. kind of thing. Interesting. But, like, he's, he's still a very, very, very good writer. Mm. And it's kind of confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, at the end of his life, he, he, like, stormed like a a military base or whatever with his, because he had like his own private militia. <laughs> he had it, but like there were un, an unarmed militia that like dedicated their, um, whatever they did to like the emperor or whatever. Mm. And like they stormed this military base and he, he like tried, he did like a, a speech on a balcony and like tried to get all the people <laughs> to like join his cause or whatever. And everyone was like, yeah, nah. nah. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he went back inside of like, the, because he was on a balcony and he went back inside and just did Harakiri. <laughs> and oh. then he died. Fuck, all right. And he, and, and a biographical film by the same guy who wrote Taxi Driver, Paul Schrader. Mm. Um, he did a biographical Autobiographical film. Autobiographical film on. Not autobiographical. What? But you just said. Autobiographical is something. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah biographical. Silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was. Very, very good. And interesting. In between the film, they have like um, rec- recreations on like a sound stage of like his novels that he wrote, like four oh. different novels, like oh, in between, cool. like telling about his life and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, that's interesting. Very good, boss man. I'll very. Good. I'll, it's I'll, on the Criterion Collection. Oh, boss very man. nice, boss man. I'll add it to my list, boss man. You know, I actually haven't had any food today. Oh. So like, you feeling? I'm a bit. feeling a bit tipsy from fucking one, one standard. <laughs> um, oh no, I had a point before as well. I forgot to say, in terms of like actors having to sing if they're doing, you know, if they're playing a character that was a singer or whatever, mm-hmm. and that not needing to be. I know you hate this film, but I'll give another example. Um, the I can't remember her character name or the actress's name in or actor's name. Sorry, in greatest showman who plays i know you hate that film i don't have that film um so bad or not so much that i okay the film's not great i just like all the songs all right yeah fair you can you can stick with that anyway no the the actress you know in the film who's she's the singer that like has the affair with hugh jackman yeah yeah you know, never enough that song i cannot remember i watched it like years ago it came out like three years ago yeah anyway um, I hated it so much. She didn't raise it from my memory, boss me. She didn't sing her own. That wasn't her. That was like a, a winner of the voice in like Sweden or something that that sung her that the singing for that. She trained, but they got a professional singer, and I think that's fine. No, where I was going with that is in terms of all this shit now. Obviously, especially with the rise of superhero films in the last fifteen years or whatever, or you know, I guess it started really with Batman nineteen eighty nine. That's really the beginning of the superhero film revolution. Is the need for actors to get into really good superhero physical shape, you know? Mm. Both male and female needing to be in full on like... Now, that's cool. That's great. 
the issue I have with it is that there's a lot of bullshitting that goes on in the industry to do with how they get into that sort of shape in very, very short periods of time. What so, like, mean? what do you mean bullshit? Well, well, I mean, most actors will not say that they take steroids or performance enhancing anything. Yeah, they'll say they do it naturally, which is bullshit. Which is literally, it's literally bullshit. The thing is, right? They're not athletes. There's no need for them to naturally get like that. Do you know? What? It's not their yeah, job yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. It's not their job to be in peak physical condition. Maybe people like The Rock or something where that's... Even then, he's still not... I mean, I guess he did I WWE. I The Rock takes some Fuck sort of... Fuck yeah. No, yeah. it's literally impossible to stay... Please, they all do. Hugh Jackman, let's be real. Yes. Chris Hemsworth, most likely. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yes. There's some people where it's contested. Um, a few, Like, I mean, Schwarzenegger, definitely. Um... Oh, Although I mean, not after, after, so not own. not yeah, no, 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 not in his early early years, but like since the thing is to maintain. Look, I'm no like personal trainer. I don't know much about fitness, but I've done a little bit of research, and to maintain the level of like, so to gain muscle, right, you have to be in a cal- calorie surplus. You need to be eating more food than your body is needs, so that yeah. when you're doing all the exercise, right, so you build muscle, you're going to put on fat when you do that. It's not a question of. If you, it's just how much you're going to put on fat. It's impossible to stay as like lean as they do because they're all really lean. They have really low fat percentage. It's impossible to bulk up that quickly in like four months. Some of them do it, um, four or five months, and they all go, yeah, just broccoli and chicken. Just bro- <laughs> go on to the bit of bit of a protein shake, broccoli, chicken, bit of a workout. Bullshit, right? Now, not all of them. I don't mean all of them. I just mean a lot of actors that go from fat to fucking massive like that, they definitely take stuff. And but there's no need to lie because No doubt about it, boss. Um Rocky, um Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, no. First movie, he's probably natural. Second movie, he's probably natural. You look at the fourth one, he's fucking his veins are popping out of his arms. He's juiced up. Oh expendables. Expend <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the thing. And older or oh, definitely all of the older that's what I mean. Like maybe some of them started off being natural. I mean, when you build your persona about how great your body is, like that's you what know, I mean, though. the older you get, the the more you're gonna have to try and use that to like you're maintain going, yeah. that persona. But that's fine. Like, I don't think I don't know why there's a need. Timothy Chalamet definitely uses it, right? But it, it just <laughs> it doesn't matter though that they do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't think because it's not their job. It's not like they're athletes in the Olympics who need to be in peak physical, natural human condition. If actors take things to get big quickly, I think it's fine because their job is to portray a character. As long as they're doing it healthily. Yeah, you obviously. Know, you don't well, want to die. I mean, like Christian Bale. Uh, not that I don't I don't think Christian Bale's necessarily taken I don't think so. He's just Christian Bale's just a tank. He's just a tank. And it's just the up and downness of his I mean that's unhealthy. And it's I mean and or Jared Leto getting fat for that and then skinny and then for the, you know there's unhealthy. There's some weird actors out there. Man. There's unhealthiness about it, but there's no point lying and saying it's like Chris Hemsworth has his whole app. And maybe look, maybe Chris Hemsworth is natural. There's you can go either way. Mm. I mean, he he clearly has like blessed genetics because there's photos of him. I have actually done a bit of it, not just in Chris Hemsworth. I mean, all of it. Like there's photos of him when he was on Home and Away, and he's not really been gone to the gym, been, and he still looks like a unit. <laughs> so some people are just genetically blessed. But he put on, I think it was in four months, he put on like 
fucking a lot of muscle to be Thor. And even and since then, like now, if you look at him now for like the new Thor movie that hasn't come out, mm. he's huge. Oh yeah. I mean, and he's, he's had years, but now he's had years, right? Like he's had so maybe it's all the electricity in his veins. Possibly. Yeah. So now he's had years to like get there, but he's still in between that. You know, he did like the Heart of the Sea. You know that movie? No. Oh, it's like this. There's like stranded on some ship in the freaking. I don't know if it did that well, but they had to. At one point, they had they pulled a bit of a castaway. They filmed a bit of it, and then they waited ages so all the actors could get really skinny and then kept filming. Mm. You know how they did that with Castaway? Yeah. With Tom Hanks. Literally, at one point, apparently, they were down to like like four slices of cucumber a day. So they could be. So, you know, he's bounced up and down the weight. They've all done that. But it's fine if they take shit. But Chris Hemsworth has an app where, you know, he's just released his workout plan for Thor. I bet you it's not in there. Inject yourself at 4 a.m. with fucking <laughs> steroids, you, steroids in your butt. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's just like they don't need to lie about it. Your job is not to be. And they have athletes. dudes who like they see like exactly. every day to try and train them. You know, well, that's the point. That's the point. So Chris Hemsworth is an actor. He's not a personal trainer. You don't need to. That's what I'm getting. It's at. Just advertising. It's the same with the singing though. It's not important for an actor to be able. To, I mean, it's cool. It's great if they do it naturally, or they or they actually can sing really good and they do an audit. But it doesn't matter. That's not their job. Their job is to be an actor. And on that note... And on that note... Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I've been Dan. I've been Seb. This has been another episode of Just Talking with Dan and Seb. See ya. Bye-bye.